Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey, very good evening, Hurricanes fans, and welcome to another edition of Hurricane Hotline. Hollywood along here with you, and we have a loaded show for you. A lot of Hurricanes football talk to come with Alex Dono, Locked on Canes podcast. He will join us. Also, Joe Rose is going to stop by, and we'll talk some uh, Canes football with him as well. First, though, we get it started with our Hurricanes baseball team. They're coming off a three-game sweep over Presbyterian over the week weekend. Miami will get FIU here at home tomorrow. Head coach Gino Damari had a chance to sit down with Joe Zagaki. Here's the head coach of your Hurricanes baseball team, Gino Damari. All right, with Hurricane skipper Gino Damari, Hurricanes this weekend, or this week will be home on Wednesday against FIU and then on the road against Pittsburgh. Canes are coming off a sweep of Presbyterian, so uh, let's start there, Gino. Anytime you sweep anyone, that's a good sign. It is, and, uh, you know, you want to be playing your better baseball here at the end. I thought we played really complete games in the Presbyterian series. I thought, you know, especially the first two games in terms of starters, both our starters threw well, Zeal and Rosario, which we need to get our starters to be consistent and give us good outings. We're swinging the bat, you know, pretty good. You know, obviously we've hit a lot of home runs this year, but we're, we're swinging the bat also. We're scoring runs other ways. We're doing very well with our situational hitting. We've played probably the most consistent thing we've done all year is our defense. We're fielding, I think the stat I saw the other day, second in the ACC with our fielding percentage. Um, and so I thought our guys played very, very well, uh, no matter we were out of conference or not. Um, and so uh, and that's something you want to see. To put it all together with the pitching and the defense and, of course, our hitting. Uh, that's what we want. Of course, the Sunday game, we, we, we didn't have a third starter, per se, with Ligon being out. So we did have to th- we knew we had to throw some other guys, so nobody was going to get extended there. But uh, I like the way our guys played over the weekend, and hopefully it carries through uh, to uh, tomorrow. Um, back when you played, 40 wins was always like the benchmark. Coach Frazier would say 40 wins, right? But those, those days you were playing 70 and 80 games. So now 30 wins is kind of a benchmark, and you're at 31. It is. I mean, there, we still have eight games to play, so I'm hoping we can, you know, pump out some more W's. Um, you still could get to 40 or close to it. It's hard to get, you're right, the, the games we used to play more. Right now it's 56 game schedules, but that's hard to do too, Joe. Uh, when you get rainouts and different things for whatever reasons, uh, our schedule happened to be 55. We didn't have 56 game schedule, and that's due to a lot of different logistics, but uh, we'd like to play 56. It's just very difficult with things that happened, um, you know, for the year. But um, and certainly if you get 40 wins, you can guarantee yourself a national seed, there's no doubt. We still have eight games to go. 
Um, and we're in a good position, um, obviously, with two midweek games and then, of course, two weekend series, one on the road at Pitt this weekend. And then, of course, the could be arguably the biggest one with Duke uh, in terms of them playing really, really well. And their RPI and their ranking is very hard. High, excuse me, and it gives that gives us a great opportunity. You had, you had a couple of guys that really stood out this past weekend offensively. One, Patelli, with an incredible performance on Friday night, three home runs, including a grand slam. And then Torres, Jason Torres, gets into the lineup, and wherever he hit the ball, it, it landed – it was a hit. He he's a triple the opposite way. It's a grand slam. He gets a base hit the opposite opposite way. Uh, he has some magic in his bat. He did, and he got the opportunity because Yo-Yo wasn't feeling well in the first two games, and he took advantage of it. So much so when Yo-Yo came back in the Sunday game and was healthy enough to play, we put Torres in the DH spot, and uh, he still continued to swing the bat well. I think he had four hits. So. Um, you know, it seems like, yeah, you've had some individuals have really, really big days uh, in some of these games. Uh, you know, as a coach, you like that. But, you know, of course, you want to see the whole lineup. Not everybody's going to have four or five hits. But everybody just giving really, really good at bats. I think right after the game on Sunday, I'm in the locker room talking to the Lopes and kind of going through our hitters. And we do have a number of hitters. I do like the way they're swinging the bat. But we just we, we end up talking about a few of the guys. we got to get them going. we got to get these guys going, some guys that are important in our lineup. They're all important, but we got to get these guys going. So you want everybody clicking on all cylinders. You mentioned your defense, and you have this. It's, it's a pretty good combination. You're defending well, and you continue to hit home runs. That is a good combination. And that's why I said we get, if we get our pitching to be a little more consistent with the starters, certainly – uh, not to say the bullpen either, but we need to get our starters, you know, and, and hopefully we can get Ligon back, which would be obviously very important for our team. But um, but Gage and Rosario right now being our one-two guys, uh, those guys got to hold it down for us for the time being and give us great outings because uh, we don't need to be going into our bullpens early. It's, it's you know, that that's not going to help uh, the cause for us to be successful. So you're right, with the home runs um, – and we've been scoring runs other ways too, but the home runs have been kind of the talk of our offense and the defense. Great combination. I just want to see our pitching pitch the way I know we're capable of doing. And we we did a great job this weekend. Obviously, we've got some tougher opponents coming up, but there's no reason why our guys cannot do that. Rosario pitched the gem for you the other night. Twelve strikeouts. We all know he's got great stuff and kind of been battling maybe confidence or whatever. Is there anything to perhaps maybe him understanding, well, pitching is thin. you got to be the guy. You can't be looking over your shoulder. We need you. You know that we need you. And we know, we know you have great stuff. Well, he knows that. And, we, and all of our guys, I think, you know, look, it's, it's not just him. I know how important he is, but it is, it's all of them. Gage sets the tone on Fridays. I mean, that's a big one there. We don't need to be going into our bullpen uh, early on a Friday series. Um, so all the pitchers, very important. Alejandro understands it. You know, I, I like the way he threw on Saturday uh, against Presbyterian. I thought he, you know, his fastball obviously is his number one pitch, as it should be. And I thought he did a great job of pitching to both sides of the plate. I thought he had a lot of movement under the ball. I don't care if that's Presbyterian or whoever he's facing. If he locates his fastball like that, he's going to be very difficult. His off-speed pitches, no doubt, we need to continue to get better at. He didn't have to throw many change-ups in that particular game, but his breaking ball at times was very good. 
and at times maybe not so good. But the most important thing I liked was just his demeanor on the mound. It's something we've been working on, something I know J.D. has harped with him on for a few years here now. And, you know, I just liked his focus on that game on Saturday, and I just hope it continues because he does have the stuff that can dominate. I always say pitching is about figuring things out. Right, I mean, you you're out there. You're the loneliest man in the world. You got to figure it out. Maybe that's part of his maturing, trying to figure out how to get out of these situations. One hundred percent, and it's something that JD and him have talked about many a times. He's a perfectionist, so he's the kind of guy, you know, which is crazy. He'll make a great pitch, um, and and some and, and get the person out, and sometimes come in the dugout and say, "But I could have maybe thrown this other pitch." And so. <laughs> Too much. You can't. You can't have that mentality. I mean, he, you know. Sometimes I, I tell him, even if you make a bad pitch, but you get an out, you need to be ha- happy. You're not happy you made a bad pitch, but this is the game. You're not going to make perfect pitches all the time. You need. To, JD uses the word conviction. You need to have every pitch you throw. You need to have conviction to it. Once it leaves your hand, that's all you can do. You have every conviction behind it when you throw it, and then once it leaves your hand, it's over with, and it's on to the next pitch. And, um, you know, make a bad pitch and you get away with it and you get an out, it's over. It's good. That's a, you, you, you got a good result. Move on to the next pitch. I can guarantee you anybody that's ever thrown a no-hitter, which doesn't happen often, there is a, uh, some pitches throughout the game that they got away with mm-hmm. or a perfect game that they got away with and they were able to get the out. And I don't think anybody ever complains about that. So. Now, it's just one of those things he needs to understand. You can't have this bar set so high where he's trying to throw every pitch perfect, and if he doesn't, he gets so down on himself. That can't happen. That's got to stop. And that's a conversation I know him and I had the other day about and just kind of having a better mindset, similar to what you're saying, and and understanding what a pitcher has to go through being by himself up there on the mound. I think it's important also um, every now and then to remind our audience of some of your players. Uh, You have the second baseman, Blake Sear, hit another home run. Uh, on Sunday, man, really nice defensive play as well. But this is a kid that really likes being a Miami Hurricane. He does. He's kind of become a fan favorite and, and a team a player's favorite. He's got a certain personality about him that uh, has a smile on his face a lot. He's very energetic a lot of the times. And um, he's a pretty popular guy. And he kind of brings you back to those old school Miami players, the way he plays the game. And uh, he's very talented, and he's an exciting player. And, of course, he's been hitting fifth for us basically all year, and he was leading us in RBIs most of the year, and him and Yo-Yo kind of gone back and forth. But, uh, you know, he's been uh, an absolute joy to coach, and we feel very, very – he was committed to us, I think, in ninth grade. So he's been committed to us for a long time, and uh, I'm sure glad he stayed committed to us. You have three, three players with 40 RBIs. Sear, Yo-Yo, and the third one would, I think, some would find unusual. It's Dominic Patelli. Well, having nine in one game helps. That that boosted his stats a little bit, uh, which is fine. But I'll tell you what I like. The nine RBIs is great. Dom's swinging the bat better. Mm -hmm. You might say, well, it's obvious. No, I mean, he's swinging the bat. It's not the three home runs. It's how he he, he hit one pull side, he hit one dead center, and he hit one oppo. Not going to hit home runs all the time, but – I like the fact that he's hitting the ball to all fields. He's hitting balls hard to left field. He's backspinning the ball. He's hitting line drives. He hit. He got some hits on Sunday. I know in the right field he hit the pull, pull side. Uh, he's hitting the ball all over the place. He's doing a much better job of staying on the ball. And, again, that's three guys you're mentioning. Like I said, we want to have nine guys on clicking on all cylinders. If we can do that, then that's 
that's a that's that's a tough lineup to face. Uh, coming up this week, it's FIU tomorrow, and then you go on the road and play at Pittsburgh. Uh, very important three game road series at Pittsburgh. Yes, it is, and uh, we've had our struggles there for whatever reason. I know the last time we went there, I think they swept us, if I'm not mistaken. But we 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 um, you know. It, Pittsburgh is is a team that uh, we we've had a, we we've battled with. We won some two out of threes. I know that, and I think we've swept them before. But they they uh, whether they're towards the bottom of the ACC or not, uh, record wise, let's just say uh, they're a team that can. Uh, and I'm sure if you've gone through their record, they have beaten upset some teams this year. And that's our conference. That's typical of our conference that anybody can beat anybody on any given day. And so. Um, you know, I, I would say that uh, for us, our, our main focus obviously needs to be FIU tomorrow. And then, uh, you know, once that, you know, we take our trip to Pitt, we'll focus on that. I mean, we're down the home stretch. There's no, there's, there's no need to look ahead. We're, we're at the end of the season. We just need to be playing good baseball, uh, the kind of baseball that's going to help us go far in this tournament. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if I can remember a year like this in the ACC where it is, is bunched up. And, you know, Wake's kind of separated themselves a little bit, which is surprising. Uh, but it just seems like there's not a huge difference in, this, in, the, in the clubs. No, you're absolutely right. Wake has kind of separated themselves. And then it's a bunch of teams that are packed in there. Uh, you might have, you know, maybe FSU down towards the bottom there, which is unusual. That's not normal. And that probably won't be for, you know, it's just, just kind of a one-year thing with the coaching change and whatnot. But – um, yeah, I, it's it's a competitive conference. It always is, but this year more so. It's just packed in there. I think you're you're, you're going to see all kinds of crazy things happen in the ACC tournament. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see who comes out of that. But it's good for our conference. Our RPI is uh, as a conference is second in the country behind the SEC. <laughs> we'll probably have close to as many teams in the NCAA tournament, if not as maybe the same amount, but we'll be close to it as they do, and will by far and away be the two conferences that have by far and away the most teams in the, in the tournament. And so, um, you know, you just got to hope that you can, you know, withstand the, the, the barrage of blows you take throughout the year and hopefully be standing tall at the end when you come out of it. Okay, FIU tomorrow, Pittsburgh on the weekend. As always, a pleasure. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, thank you, Joe. That was the head coach of the Hurricanes baseball team, Gino Damari, with Joe Zagaki. We have plenty more to come here on Hurricane Hotline. We're going to talk some Canes football with Alex Dono from the Locked On Canes podcast. We're also going to talk to Joe Rose, get his take on everything that he saw from spring football. That's all to come here on Hurricane Hotline on WQAM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.